0: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. double we talking about
1: Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple
0: yoy. We love Pittsburgh PA. We love Steeler Nation. Mike Thomas has got to be in Coach of the Year conversation. I don't even understand where that's coming from. If it's finally time to urinate on the fire, you know that I'm getting a little splash on the
1: fans.
0: (laughs) It's what Jen's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers social media conversation, exposing all your hot and toxic takes. I'm Kyle Kreis, king of the fancies. Certainly not fans. I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a Steeler fan this week because <laughs> people are like, "Oh, you're one of those." I'm Kyle Kreis. With me is Greg Benavent. Hello. Now there are some things you're going to learn in this show. Some absolute truths. Mm, okay, that's good. Not everything is an opinion, you know. Not everything uh, that's you know there can be an uninformed opinion mm. is worse than worse is worse than period. Yeah, I don't think it needs an analogy to it. It's simply worse than uh, fill in the blank. So we got some absolute truths, and in this, and in the second half coming up in the second half, I've been keeping score of the insiders who were calling for my coach to go (laughs) all you keep it you know oh we're the independent media so when you come up with these insider stories like oh kenny's the worst teammate or you know tomlin this (laughs) well i'm keeping score of who wants uh my hall of fame coach gone Mm -hmm. and uh i'll share that with you in the second half indeed Maybe, maybe I'll start with one of the first absolute truths before we even get to some of these stakes mm-hmm. is that the NFL playoffs is a zero-sum league. That's right. One out of thirty-two teams win thirty-one losers. So you can be uh, you know, you can be the Miami Dolphins and put 72 points up in a game, and you are equally as loser as the 28th ranked offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. You know? So one team wins. Everyone else is is a loser. So uh, and the NFL plays parody uh so hard that they want you to have only uh one in 32 chance they don't want a dynasty like like new england you know they mm-hmm. want everyone to have their little uh role there so you know a one in 32 chance of winning the super bowl is less than four percent wow i mean i know it was low i didn't
1: quite do the numbers to see it that low but that makes sense i didn't do i don't know I, it, I th- it g- sounds guesstimate, right guesstimate, it guesstimate. sounds
0: right i mean it's low So everyone, you can be sad, as as sad as you are in Miami, as you are in Cleveland, you know, you could fire all your coaches after putting up a miracle offensive uh, performance like Cleveland or like Miami, you know, or... Mm -hmm. Uh, or like Pittsburgh you know uh we're all in the same boat that's the first truth that you'll find so you know no Super Bowl since 2013 uh, uh, since 2008 no uh Super Bowl appearances since 2010 yeah you know that is a luxury so you know some of these teams are like the Detroit is like no playoff wins since 1990 or something you know until so until this weekend yeah yeah okay first truth is on the house <laughs> let's. Get to the takes. Starting, let's, let's talk about the game, you know. Mm-hmm. I know it's yeah. like, it's in the rear of your mirror, but let's talk about the game. It was only
1: a few days ago because it, was, it had to stupidly be on Monday afternoon. So yeah, it's a lot
0: closer than these games usually are. Right, it seems like a, a mile ago. It seems like forever ago. <laughs> All right, starting with, mm-hmm. at a Saunders underscore PGH, Alan Saunders, it's funny that likely in part because of his own press conference a lot of the conversation seems to be about Mike Tomlin when what happened on the field has almost nothing to do with coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I the, it was it was this again like the, like a lot of our playoff losses you, everyone's complaining no playoff wins since then. Is that on Tomlin or is this again a, a unfortunate play uh in unfot- in an unfortunate moments?
1: Well, I mean, if you can't run the ball and you can't hang on to the ball without turning it over on the road against a team that has a superior quarterback, then you're not going to win. I mean, I, I, I as soon as uh, they went down 14 nothing, that was the game. I mean, there was no hope of them coming back then. That's why I have uh, I I really don't care about any of these missed calls or whatever. I mean, it's if you go down fourteen to nothing on the road when the other team has the better quarterback and the better
0: line play on both sides in general, that's your game. I think every I think every one thing everyone agreed on all the prognosticators going into the game. Their you know guaranteed must haves. Their you know uh. You know, uh, uh, t- turning point of the game whatever people call it you know mm-hmm. their uh their asterix of the game was that Josh Allen had to turn the ball over and we mm-hmm. had to protect the ball and yes. that didn't happen and the t- and Steelers were incapable of doing either and that to me is the storyline of the game much kind of like <laughs> we get here from Mm-hmm. At real underscore villain, Matt real villain with a heroic take. Such a shame, but this game was lost in the first half. Mm-hmm. The Pickens fumble and Rudolph interception both cost us massively. Then the refs officially killed us in the second half. You know, yeah, uh, I, I, I can't. You can't blame them on the refs. It's the, it's the uh, turnovers. I would
1: not. Yeah, I mean, You'd, it's...
0: even yeah. with if you take away the interception in the red zone and it still is gonna probably come down to Mason needing a heroic drive in in the in the end there
1: yeah and, and and certainly you know Mason Mason did a great job to help keep them in the game the rest of the offense did to make it a game after that game-changing play by Mon Adams to block that field goal otherwise I think this does get up into like the other playoff games had been where they're down by in the 40s and all that kind of thing but um no Mason would have had to make some kind of plays sort there of in the way but also so the, the Bills would have played it differently for a while. They, it very much felt like they were in autopilot and just kind of in the pre-event, yeah. waiting for this thing to end early in the second half, going into the fourth. And then when they needed a drive again to put the thing out of reach, they put it together rather quickly.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, T- Coach Tomlin's buddy over there isn't gonna, you know, fake the victory formation. You oh know? yeah, no, no, uh, that's
1: a smart coach over there. Yes.
0: So <laughs> yeah, they kind of, you know, it, you could say slop, but they, yeah, whatever, you know, it didn't matter. It was the first, it was the first quarter, you know. You talk about sixty minutes game, and we're usually talking about fourth quarter antics, but in this, it was, uh, you know. Oh yeah, there's the whole sixty minutes the whole way. I
1: mean, you can't win the game in the first quarter. You you absolutely can lose it, and that's what happened here
0: let's see how about well what's the what's the converse of this take though I'll, I'll give uh you know everyone's opinion matters i'll give the converse take at pittsburgh sports Steeler takeaways blaming this loss on turnovers is not accurate they of course didn't help the first was turned into one long TD pass after one play. It sounds like you're supporting, in my opinion. That say, didn't yeah. have to happen. The <laughs> second was in the opposing end zone. Turnovers didn't cause the defense to give up 31 points or cause the offense to start slow and conservative. I disagree with Mike Tomlin here. Of course, uh, Steeler uh, Tomlin hater, Steeler takeaways here. Um... Uh, do, you know what? Where does the blame on the defense on this game? Yeah, well, I mean you can also blame that. Well, I mean it's it's a total team loss. I mean
1: the defense also didn't make the plays when they had to. But I mean it's as something Tomlin talks about often. The, the, the Steelers didn't play complimentary football here. It was in the Bills very much did when they got a turnover they capitalized on it. When they, uh, when the other team scored they answered with a score. Um, I I also kind of disagree with the take, and I I know some people a little smarter than me, a little bit knowledgeable said that the T- Steelers did start slow and conservative on offense. I felt what the problem were was with some of the early offensive series. I can think of at least one, maybe two third downs off the top of my head where it was miscommunication between Mason and DJ or uh, sometimes Pickens where the ball sailed over someone's head or that someone else thought they were going to be somewhere else there. And it's hard for me to chalk that up to being too conservative.
0: Yeah. I've trained myself to hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Um, I don't know, it's hard, because the second half, it's it's like you can't just say, take away the first quarter, and and the defense played okay. You take away the Miles Jack play, but... uh that's also a kudos to Buffalo. They, yeah, you know- and
1: also you can't take this place away because they changed the way Buffalo played. It's, that's why, you know, the other part of this, that Buffalo would have might have played things very much different. I mean, they threw when they had to. And I think, but the real key to me was just the Bills were able to run and the Steelers weren't, and that was kind of it. I mean, Allen ended up being the dagger on top of that. But if, you know, we're not taught, no one's talking about how conservative the Steelers' approach is if they were able to run the ball in the first
0: quarter. You are correct, sir. Well, let's let's uh, let's zoom out to thirty thousand mm-hmm. feet. Enough of just Uh-oh. about the, the the playoff game. Let's go to at Blitzburg. Blitzburg. Do you consider this season a success? We thought anything short of at least a playoff win would be a failure. Uh, yeah. At one point, I'd say preseason. Yeah, that was that might have been the milestone. Oh but... my God! In preseason, <laughs> they were looking at
1: the tech Conference Championship game. But but you know expectations change.
0: Uh, you know by the time hell raising season comes. Oh, but,
1: but- I mean it, it's and just the worst three game two week stretch. I think the team has had in decades. It after that Colts game. I mean they looked utterly dead in the water. I didn't care who they were playing after that. It uh, no, as I talked myself into last week, sitting in the same chair in the same position. The This season is a success, a qualified one, but a success. I always sit in here and say, what do I want to see in the next season? I want to see progress. I did see that. I'm not sure I saw it until the last month of the
0: season, (laughs) but I did see it. That is a reasonable expectation. Yeah, yeah. It did. But that's the same thing we said last year, you know? Right. Ex- like... Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it took a little. I, I feel like they built up more uh, steam last year. But you know what? I, I, but I can even but I can even say it was progress over that, though, because, over what we said last season, too. And I'm glad you brought that up, is that when they were winning those games down the stretch last year, it was offense does nothing through three quarters, and yeah. Kenny gets it together yeah. in the fourth. This was not that. I mean, they were in it... Uh, uh, back, at, I mean, the Mason had the offense humming for three games, even the Baltimore one in the pouring down rain. And moreover, in this Bills game, I mean, even there was there were very few, even in the first half when things really kind of went off the rails, there were very f- few three and outs. There were even if they were punting, and God was harving a mess a in this point. game. Yeah. They uh, there were it was you never felt like the Steelers were incapable of answering. Even when they were down twenty-one to nothing, which I think is something you would have felt much earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, we went from playing Ben Ball. We've been playing Ben Ball uh, with Kenny last season, and uh, with the fourth quarter like early stuff. Early Ben Ball. Yeah, like, like, and oh, now Ben Ball. And now mm-hmm. we finally discovered, you know, mate, Mason Mason Ball or, or yeah. 2013 <laughs> Ben Ball. Yes. At uh... um, so uh, we. I'm, I'm saying success. I'll say yeah, I'll say success uh, by. By uh tiebreaker. Yes, tie, exactly. I mean, exactly. Success
1: with an asterisk. Success and you have to go down and look at the tiebreaker success because like, you know, failure played a tough game on the road and didn't have as
0: good a record in conference. Because failure is is um is Miami, is Cleveland, is is Dallas, is uh, Philadelphia. No, see, that,
1: that, those are two good examples, and I'm so glad you brought up Philadelphia because it was I, I, I am old enough to remember back in October when we talked about that's why you have to fire your coach so you can get a young coach that's going to lead you to victory like the Philadelphia guy who apparently, according to some people, might already be on the hot seat a year
0: after almost winning the Super Bowl. People were texting me, Tomlin, to Philly. I was just like, <laughs> get out of here, you know. So what doesn't work? Well, number one overall picks. You could have Tua. You could have uh, Jacksonville. You could, you know... Well, have,
1: how many number one overall picks are left in the show? I mean, Allen was six or seven. Mahomes was ten. Uh, Stroud was five. Love was late. It wasn't in the top ten. Ten to twenty. Uh, Purdy is, uh, you know, his own story. Lamar was at the end of the first round. Baker Mayfield. There's your number one <laughs> overall pick that's still in the playoffs.
0: Who people want to bring to Pittsburgh? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why wouldn't Tampa sign him? They might win this game. Like, Oh, and Goff. Goff was also 1-1. But again, a guy that was looking for work there for a minute that hit the team that he took to the Super Bowl could not wait to offload.
0: Okay, let's go. How about another uh, season take from at ZR, dude, ZR. All said and done, this was an overachievement getting this far, in my opinion. Historically bad coordinator and QB play. Injuries to all of our linebackers. Banged up at safety for the majority of the year. Lost Cam, DJ, and Mooth for long stints as well. It's always next man up, but can we say, can we put, yeah, but this, we were so beat up this year, too. Can you, can we, can we? Make that in the plus column. Or... I mean,
1: I, I I think yeah, it's it's they did have uh, bad injury luck. Everyone does, and um, I mean, I kind of thought their depth would help them more than it did, particularly like the receiver position. But uh, but I mean, there's no way to have enough depth to help them with what happened at inside linebacker.
0: You're no one exactly has that kind right. of depth
1: in any position.
0: Um, is was it was this a better? achievement than 2021 or 2019 which we the duck season where we didn't make the playoffs you know which was what's a better achievement uh for tomlin season wise uh
1: i'm gonna go with this this over the 2019 season only because that as bad as that offense was with duck that defense was genuinely dominant That was the last great Steelers defense we've seen. If that had had even a decent quarterback, even like a mediocre quarterback, that was a real playoff team because that defense was frightening, and they've never been able to put together something like that since, but very
0: few teams do. Yeah, this had injuries on the defensive side. Um, but there was
1: also no one great unit. Like, it's, it's if you have something great, you can use something great in a lot of different ways because eventually what teams did with that 2019 team was they would play as conservatively as possible because they were terrified of turning the ball over because that's the only way they were going to lose to Duck or that version of Mason. <laughs> Whereas this team had no one great thing, uh, or really one thing they were very, very good at uh, uh, until Mason showed up. Although I guess TJ himself counts as one very, very good thing. But I still have to go with this over 2019.
0: What about 2021? Worst rushing defense ever. You know, it was uh, Archibong. It was, you know, uh, yeah. Spillane. You know, we, we did the whole song of the of the starting lineup. Yeah, you know?
1: and it's I, I guess I'm going to go with this as also being more impressive. Just to piggyback on a conversation a lot of people were having about how this team went into the playoffs with momentum like it's they were a 10 point underdog but i mean they it, but it wouldn't have been insane but there were people picking them to win this game there were people picking them to have a chance to be within this but boy nobody was saying that going into the kansas city game in the 2021 team uh that was the team if you remember that the jaguars had to have an all-time upset of the colts that got so many people fired in indianapolis or otherwise that team wasn't uh going to the playoffs so i think that this team is more
0: impressive because frankly they were better than the 2021 team. I laugh at that. Um, that's what I would ask uh, Tomlin if I was at the season-ending press conference.
1: And he probably give you some speech about like when he talked about how you know it was what, 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 what's it? Say? well Labriola asked about the playoff losing streak, and he said something like, Herbig was in the ninth grade the last time we won a playoff game." It, these guys don't have a feeling for that. Like,
0: I like that. I like that. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, he, the quote was, uh, "I'm not putting my baggage onto them or something." I yes, like that. Yeah. But Herbig was in the ninth grade, which is probably right. At um, actually, yeah. Maybe even earlier now. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Cam was only, uh, you know, a five-year vet or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know what? Why don't we head to the second half? Oh, okay. we'll, talk, uh, we'll talk Tomlin. Everyone wants to, mm-hmm. you know, send him out the door. Uh, but I've been keeping score. <laughs> and oh, we've still got some more truth. I promised some uh, some ultimate truths oh, good. that you could take with you in your NFL endeavors. You could put them in your pocket there, yes. Um, all right. That is coming up. Up in the second half. Hold tight. (laughs) Help me out here, coach. (laughs) Joey Porter, William Gay, Terry Bradshaw, Zara Way, Darren Perry, Jordan Berry, David DiCastro, Andy Russell, Jason Gildon, Yancey Thigpin, Kendall Simmons, Cameron Hayward, Connor Hayward, Green Comma Mean Joe. Flash Duck, Bubby B, Big Snacks on the PUP, B-Mac breaks up Reggie Wayne, Troy Speech at the Hall of Fame, Debo's picking 43, Woodson's got a healed knee, matuma a Ma'afala ball game. Kids didn't start the fire, it was always burning since the towels were twirling. Kids didn't start the fire, but we're still beholden to the black and golden. Tony Dungy, Todd Haley, Harbaugh with the Hail Mary, David Little, Brian Hinkle, Harrison punt block, Bettis fumble goal line, Tomlin crossed the sideline, Wallen keeps the dream alive, Wildcat walk off, Bill Dunn, Eric Green, A.B.'s got a winning lean, Donnie Shell and Jack Ham, Presley Harvin, Guy and Stan, Dick LeBeau's deception, D.J.'s interception, Quiver quake, Carnell Lake immaculate reception. Start the fire was always burning since the towels were twirling. Yins didn't start the fire but we're still beholden to the black and golden Taylor picks off Hassleback, Tommy Maddox come back Ryan Clark, Myron Cope, Jim Clack, Chris Hope Willie Parker's TD run, Danny Smith is chewing gum Big Ben to Santonio, San Steelers win the Super Bowl Rocky Blyer back from Nom. O.T. walk off Mendenhall Marcus Gilbert Fanica, Colbert trades for Minka Melbourne's got a new rule, Fuqua's got a new spool Tunch in a new booth, are Channing Friar moves did even start the fire It was always burning since the towels were twirling Games even start the fire But we're still beholden to the black and golden and hunt and picket Ken Rooney goes to Ireland Hines, Ward, Webster Knowles crowned the Emperor Frank becomes a General Trickery from Randall L. Vance Mack, Bannasack, Farrier Charlie Batch, Willie Williams third down Gary Russell's touchdown Mason's got a first-round grade Better play some renegade. Yinz did start the fire It was always burning Since the tiles were twirling Instead, didn't start the fire but we're still beholden to the black and golden. Lambert's grin, Coward's chin, TJ's got a sack again. Lynn Swan's twinkle toes, Brothless Burgers' broken nose. Juju lays out perfect, Curtis playoff perfect. Stalwart's catching 14, Brian's flipping Cincy. Wagner with the INT, Boswell's kicking 50s. Timmins, Woodley, bathroom brawls with Jeffrey, turkey eating killer beast, pouncy and dermody at the parties, 60 kilo parties. start the fire. It was always, always burning since the towels were twirling. Yins didn't start the fire. But when we grow old, it will still be black and gold and gold and gold. It's the second half of... The rest of your life, aka the <laughs> off season.
1: Oh man. Thank God we've instituted that no mock drafts till what was it? Was it March? Was it February? I forget what role we said. Uh no, at least you
0: know, last year it was well, you know, we promised March, and then I still think I said something in February. So well, maybe but I mean, you know, it's but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stick to that this year. I think so because we're gonna have to bring you, you know, extra Special, unique things like maybe the third annual Yinzi Awards. Oh, right. Or maybe uh the return of March Madness. Oh, uh, yes. I'm thinking maybe March Sadness this year, <laughs> is that, or is that too negative? But I I've mean, been... it
1: might. It, it, I mean, if we, I mean, maybe we're at the point where we're trying to alienate people. That could be. That could be.
0: And you know, it, the fan base is that's where they're at right now with the uh <laughs> with their level of toxicity. So maybe you know they want to dwell. We, we
1: could even make it smaller and just make it which of the playoff losses the they keep going on about was the worst. Maybe we could
0: have that tournament instead. Like, uh, Yeah, if only we had 64 playoff losses. But you know what? No one closer than the Steelers to having that because we're in the playoffs so often. You, you know, A corresponds to B. Mm-hmm. You can't get to C unless you have A. Mm-hmm. You can't complain about not doing well in A if you're always in A, and that's how you get to C. Okay, that's... <laughs> That's an math truths too. Yeah, is that in is that okay. All Algebra. right. Okay. All right. Okay. Back to these back to these takes. They want <laughs> they want to you know, they want they want to find they they want to ship my coach out. Mm-hmm. Uh they want to find whatever way they can to, to send him out there. Well, I don't know why, you know, what is the I guess it's just the excitement it brings all these new coaches in new places. So is that part of it? I don't know. But um the takes are hot and straight out the oven. How about at Sabrina Temple 13 out of 17 seasons with no playoff wins. Only four seasons out of 17 with a playoff win. Y'all are effing pathetic thinking that's something to celebrate. It's time for truth number two Steeler Nation. You know We're not celebrating Tomlin not having success in the playoff. You know, we're not like, yeah, no losing season. You know, we're not celebrating that just because we think that is the goal. I celebrate that because... Uh it's like the best, you know, we we celebrate the best of someone. When when he when all said and done, you're not gonna be like, oh, Mike Tomlin, four years of playoff success out of seventeen. You're gonna say, oh, uh, you know, top ten winningest coaches of all time. You're gonna say, uh, highest win percentage uh, you know, of all time. You're gonna say no losing seasons uh, in X number of seasons. Um uh it, Celebrating the 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 failure and accentuating that, which a lot of people do, with this Mike Tomlin hasn't done this in eight years and hasn't done this in eight years. That's not the reason why we keep we want to keep him around. Why he's valuable to the team, despite the lack of playoff success. There's no one else that you'd rather have in that position. You know, it's like you can't say like, oh, you know, compared to something else like. Let's say uh, like, oh, like, you know, Mike McCarthy. That's the first thing came to mind for me.
1: I'm not convinced that anything is better than Tomlin. I, I, I have yet to be convinced of that even after all the losses in the playoffs. So I'm more than happy to have him back as the coach.
0: What what's interesting about the Dallas is that maybe for one of the first times ever, Jerry Jones is like, you know what, um, these twelve game winning seasons is uh, is pretty good, and maybe I want this coach to stick around. And guess what? Things happen in the playoffs. Uh, you know, before today, never a seven seed, or before this year, never a seven seed. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, any given Sunday, we've seen the Cardinals beat the Steelers and the Eagles. We've seen the uh, Dolphins go from seventy points a game to can't score 20 in the postseason Mm -hmm. oh yeah no i
1: i tomlin i still feel is the best option this team has i have yet to see one that seems more attractive given the amount of turnover that would require and there's there's just no and i'm sorry there's no way to say that like okay if they did get rid of tomlin and start all over you're going to get back to even this level anytime soon there just isn't. I mean, again, Philadelphia is the example here. That Sirianni guy, or however you pronounce it, got them right back to the Super Bowl, and now that team looks mired in mediocrity, despite the fact that roster is loaded as any that the league has.
0: Uh, no one's no one's denying the reality that we haven't won a playoff game, in, you know, in a while. Um, uh, but it's disingenuous to to uh you know put to to put all this as proof that Tomlin is is less than a great coach. You know, someone like you know Mark Madden who wants to say that Tomlin is the opposite and is a horrible coach and it's like that's being disingenuous by using this playoff record as your argument because to get into the dance every year or to be in the argument week 18 every year is more valuable than to spend uh like the rams and spend it all for one shot you get your one shot and uh and then what and then you got to wait another generation well, I mean, they're still in the player. They they played
1: a great game. I mean, yeah. I also think McVeigh's a tremendous coach, and it also helps that he has maybe the great greatest defensive player of all time in Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's certainly in that conversation. That those kind of things help too. It um, but I think, but I think that that that, that but that even just using the Rams as an example speaks to your point about how so much of this is, you know, like we said in the first uh, first part of this, is it is not determined by coaching. You walk onto the field and you have the best player on it you're going to have a decent chance to walk away with the win.
0: That sounds right to me. Let's move. Okay, so, you know, let's talk about Tomlin's future. That seemed to be the big thing on everyone's mind. Let's talk about what sparked it all at Mike Asti11, Mike J. Asti. That was a completely fair question, and every coach in this situation would have been asked this. As per usual, most of the people saying this shouldn't be asked, don't understand the role of the media. We're talking about Brooke Pryor. Brooke Pryor from ESPN. She's the one who started, like, it's the last year of your contract, and that's what got him to walk out. Yeah. Now. She certainly has every right to ask that, but this is why that was an insulting question because you know if you've covered tomlin all season and m- many seasons like everyone in that room has you know that he's singularly focused on the one week ahead so mm-hmm. to think that in the 10 minutes after the playoff loss uh or anytime this week during the preparation for this playoff game Indeed. that his mind has been wondering about not even uh 2024 but 2025 right <laughs> Is insulting because, especially just after last year, was it just last year or was it two years ago where we got the USC questions? It was
1: two years ago. It was two years ago at this point. It all blurs together, but yes.
0: so, yeah. So, no, you know, sure, it is not unfair to ask that, uh, but it's insulting, and uh, so, you know, to, to be shocked, in the, to, to act shocked or outraged that Tomlin is, uh, you know, Whatever it was, whatever part of the narrative was. You know, what was the narrative? Oh, I, I, I thought everyone did their job
1: here. Brooke asked the question, she was right to do so, and Tomlin reacted to it the right way. I mean, him to stand up there and to talk about his contract status in uh, the press conference setting in after a game would have been, I, I rarely use this word, it would have been grotesque. At the very least, it would have been real weird. But Brooke, of course, had to ask the question. If she hadn't, somebody else was going to. So, yeah, this was, everyone did the right thing here. And uh, why people are upset about Tomlin... You know, not saying I choose... What is he supposed to say? No comment? I choose not to say it at this time? Anything at this time? That's even weirder than him just leaving and probably wanting to get somewhere where it was warm after having stood in a
0: blizzard for three-plus hours. I... um. Well, my first point is, uh, is is fleeting, but let me go to my second point <laughs> is that no? if you remember 1988, mm. when well, you don't... None. I don't, but I learned about this later on
1: uh, social media this past week.
0: Yeah. Coach Knoll walked out uh, of the press conference for the, asking the same question. That was mid-season, so a little bit different. But, you know, everyone who wanted to clutch their pearls uh, when Mike Tomlin <laughs> did it, you know, the emperor himself uh, mm. uh, did it. Um, it it's, uh, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. You you know, people wanted to use it as a reason. Again, finding reasons to disingenuously... Disingenuously. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, Trying to be negative about Coach Tomlin. Why is he getting a different treatment than... Uh, you know, are they doing that to McCarthy and Dallas? Are they yeah, are... Uh,
1: most likely? Yes, I'm surprised. Yes, hasn't been fired by the time we're having this uh, uh, podcast. But people are frustrated. I mean, I get being frustrated. You're going to have to find more positive and less negative ways to deal with it. But yes, I just saw this as just one uh, incoherent uh, scream slash yelp uh, in the wake of the playoff loss.
0: I'm frustrated, too. I mm-hmm. think the the fan performance is just as good as the <laughs> offense. I think the fan performance is ranked 28th in points this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, and again, then we hear straight from the players themselves, mm-hmm. T.J. Watt, which I thought was interesting that he said that, that, here's the exact quote, that, that being Coach Tomlin sticking around mm-hmm. and coaching, that was huge in my contract. Talks. I don't want to play for anyone other than Mike T Mm -hmm. so you know here's the guy about to become uh the most paid man this side of uh you know an
1: offensive player
0: or you know Uncle Scrooge or something Mm -hmm. uh but he's in there going well I'll, I'll sign this uh if mike tomlin's the coach I'm, I'm sure they laughed and said yeah yeah like yeah he's the coach for life tj you know is that the banging on the is that the banging that on the table we, that we, finally we finally justified
1: that banging on the table that was that was what anytime someone tells me a story where someone's banging on a table i know what i'm hearing is a lie it um, but i i also imagine when tj looked at his different options and looked at different things that was that had to be a big part of it was knowing that tomlin was going to be here uh for the duration of however long tj was uh, uh the span of his contract etc
0: knowing that makes me think you know i was thinking well maybe tomlin will only stick around for the next you know maybe less than five years or so and now well, it's like well as long as tj is employed i think that uh we're gonna see coach t around i don't know
1: well i mean it, yeah and it's I, I, I mean this but this is also is the first year that tomlin said we're he's in the second half of his career now at least so, I mean, I could see, you know, within five years, five to ten years, maybe he does leave. Who knows? But it's, but it's also none of this is the kind of thing you're going to ask in a cold little room in Highmark Stadium five minutes after a football game.
0: I laugh at that.
1: I laugh at that. That's what he should have done. He should have laughed at that. Um. (laughs) But see, but that also shows he's classy that he didn't. That's one more reason that he's the right guy for this, is he just walked away without saying anything or making a face. That's one more way that he uh, is the right man for this job.
0: You know, it's it's the yeah, he's he's singularly focused on bringing a championship to this team and everyone should have been uh, ready to suit up and uh, <laughs> head to OTAs in the spring when he you know, he's not going anywhere. Not not. He's under contract. Why? And so, the you know, part of the reason why the question was kind of garbage is because this was a narrative created by the media in in the most. You know, right, it started with Jay Glazer with Washington should call up Pittsburgh and offer a trade. You know, it wasn't – that was what the, how they said was the speculation. Yes. You know. Because l- they thought Tomlin put him up to it,
1: that Tomlin said to him to do that since Glazer's his buddy.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, but without proof, you know. I mm. mean, that's the, that's the weakest speculation. Oh, Tomlin mm. must have put him up to this to say, you know – yeah, Washington was
1: one buddy in the media. Yes, it. Uh, yeah, that's that's where it all came from. It really is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. That means speculative. And mm-hmm. then, of course, we what Schefter said on ESPN, which was, uh, uh, well, it was even it, it has was even like worse. Four
1: qualifiers. It was bad. It was bad. like
0: one day. Eventually, he might be thinking about this. So one day, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this was uh, a narrative. That's why I get why Tallman was so mad about it because the fact that this was a narrative was completely made up by. Uh, should do, could do, might do, would do. Uh, it's all do do. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of that on the fly. Okay. Nice, nice. Let's keep the takes going. If there we go, how mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. two at Tone Digs, Tone Digs completely good with coach t coming back there needs to be some changes though can't just run it back this was the other thing this week oh yeah. all right time for cha- big changes massive changes structural changes uh overhauling you know how much change are we gonna we already saw that we're getting a new offensive coordinator at least we a, better yeah you know, a promotion or a uh yeah. or a completely new one you yeah. know what other changes are we gonna need to see
1: well i mean i i i it's it's it, i I, I mean, I, I think there's going to be some changes to the offensive line. There's going to be changes from defensive line. I imagine there's going to be some changes on special teams. It, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, there's going to be so many changes. What twenty five players aren't on under contract or something? So there'll be many, many changes. I think the big I, 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 the offensive coordinator is a big one. I think uh, I, I think having bringing in someone having a one person do it as opposed to two guys uh, sharing notes or something. It and the hey. They did an okay job. I have, I mean, they they made it. They greatly improved things. But uh, having one person, one voice, someone that's in charge of it, frankly, will be a pretty powerful offensive coordinator. Since it's clear that Tomlin doesn't want to have to deal with the offense all that much, since he runs the defense. So yeah, it uh, that would that would be a, a start. I, I imagine that would be a pretty big change for this team.
0: Um, if you if we get a new whole new offensive coordinator, do you expect them to bring in his own staff, or is this going to be Tomlin saying no? I'm gonna I want to keep Sully around. I want to keep uh, Pat Meyer around. You know what? Yeah, I think the- it
1: depends on the coordinator. I mean, it's it's if it's, if it's like you know if it's some new. I mean, it, again, I have no idea what these negotiations are going to be like, and it's and Rooney will have a say in this too. But I mean, I could say I, I mean I would find it unlikely that if they were to bring in a, a name that a person knows like. Eric Bieniemy, Kellen Moore, you know whatever Kubiak's son's first name actually is. I don't. I think it's Clint with a K, but I find that hard to believe. Like those people seem like they might be able to bring in their own staff. But if they find some uh, name we don't know, maybe that's someone who gets a Sullivan. Maybe that's someone who keeps the tight end coach. Maybe that's I don't know. But it um, there there will be there will be changes. I think I don't know how dramatic they'll be beyond the offensive coordinator, but it does seem
0: likely that there will be changes. Um, Defensive coordinator, I think Terrell Austin did a stellar job defensively, but I don't know. What says you? I mean, I, I think he'll be back just because, again, it's not easy to find a
1: defensive coordinator that's very good that won't be allowed to call the plays it that's that's a different kind of thing it's tomlin's defense austin's there and he's the coordinator but tomlin is uh, uh very much having his hand in that pile so i, I think austin is uh, uh likely to stick around for that that doesn't mean they don't bring in other guys and this aaron curry seems to have been uh, a real home run pick uh, getting him from the outside but um but yeah it uh, I, I would imagine austin sticks around
0: I think the changes are not going to be as dramatic as people think. You know, I don't think we're going to see a massive overhaul or, you know, organizational, structural changes. Well, how are
1: you defining that? I mean, I think an offensive coordinator from the outside would – be that I mean just because that would be someone with a totally
0: different thing like do don't be outraged if they bring in a coordinator but you know maybe a new wideouts coach uh, may, or tight ends coach but not uh, you know not completely bring in you know Sully you, you know Sully and Faulkner mm-hmm. uh, are you going to just say hey great job in the last month of the year now uh, good luck in the USFL right
1: you know? oh yeah no Faulkner did a fine job with the uh, 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 the running back certainly and I know Sullivan had been uh, criticized a lot when uh, Kenny was out there, but uh, hey, Mason came on pretty strong. So, depending on how much he coached, who I, I could see him sticking around. If maybe. these guys
0: are professionals, like uh, I believe they are, if you just said, "Hey, we're you know we're going to run a uh, Bill Walsh offense," it's, then that you know they all have the uh, knowledge and skill set to put that into application.
1: Yeah, the, the, you know. I mean whatever this offense ends up being, but yeah, it'd be uh it's it, it's going to be it, 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 I mean, yeah, once they figure once they get Tomlin officially to contract, which we all know he's going to sign, then they can go out and find this offensive coordinator and let it uh build it up from there.
0: Um, you know, I I I've been keeping score when it comes to Tomlin talk and I'm not saying that the ins- local insiders have to be homers, but I don't think they have to be the opposite, which, you know, which is, you know, people say, oh, I'm being objective. No, you're being a hater, Is you know, uh, or you're not being, it, there's a difference between objective and being Critical, overly critical mm-hmm. uh, to everything. So let's just keep score here about who's uh, talking about Coach Tomlin, so that when you know they induct him into the hall one day and all these platitudes about how uh, you know he set the standard and all this, well, let's just, just keep remembering that. Ron Cook, po- Pittsburgh Post Gazette. It's it, it's time. Mike Tomlin needs to leave the Steelers. Okay, okay. After this uh storybook season uh, that which uh played out like a movie, uh Ray Fittipaldo, PPG, so the, the line in the sand is drawn. Giving up 36, 31, 45, 48, 42 points in playoff games is acceptable? Question mark? It's like I know that's not specifically calling for him to be fired, but uh Uh, you know i i I think that that narrative is also being disingenuous like oh like again i think every playoff game is its own situation you know you can't you can't you know compare the 2020 game against cleveland with the game we just lost in buffalo you know Mm -hmm. um they're all their separate situations. it's unfortunate they yes they've all lost by big points but you know that's what happens in the playoffs mark madden trib the x He's a blank coach who stopped winning once he ran out of Coward's leftovers. So we know we knew how Mark Madden was going to stand on this. Same as the fan, Adam Crowley. I'd like to see Tomlin take some time off. Like, he's just going to come back in uh, 18 months and just, you know, pick up where he left yeah, off. Yeah,
1: they kept talking about Sean Payton doing that. And I kept thinking, well, didn't Sean Payton just end up leaving? Yeah. Like It, <laughs> it also had that whole scandal with the player bounty thing.
0: But yeah. Colin Coward uh fsn fox sports it's the perfect time to move on from mike tomlin you know of course he was uh he'll praise mike tomlin and say you just have poor quarterback play but nope now it's time to move on okay. well he's a national guy i mean that's the only way
1: we're gonna there's we're never mentioning and coward,
0: calling coward on the show unless he's
1: mentioning the Steelers. <laughs>
0: that's true <laughs> andrew filiponi the so-called fan Steelers are content with mediocrity status quo sucks uh again uh, you know, being 500 or better every season is not mediocre. Yes, mm-hmm. it is uh, exceptional. You know, mediocre is 6-10 and 10 every season, um, which we've never had in a generation. This is true. Um, who else are we do uh, I keep in score shannon sharp ESPN sometimes it's just time for a change when does not losing justify someone still being in place <laughs> that's does that sentence ridiculous it that to me when does not losing it's called winning right it, you know when does not losing okay
1: mm-hmm. I mean it's, again you're you're quoting a, a Hall of Fame Raven here just just to be clear i mean i know it's a show and all that but no and your point's valid i mean i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just throwing it out there and he apparently did a wonderful job with cat williams but um but yes and it's it's been a minute since he uh you know once told our Holmes very famously you're the weak link on this defense
0: but yes it uh that is just just to make that clear (sighs) i found one reasonable take among the insiders and it's uh, Mark Cabali from The Athletic. Am I going to have to subscribe now? Jeez. <laughs> I'll it, send you a link. It's fine to believe the season was a success. You know, I've never heard a player say a bad word about Mike Tomlin. Mm. Boom. That is the... Uh, bottom line I think you oh know? yeah
1: I, I mean karbali's had a wonderful article in the Athletic about how it's fine to believe this, this season was a success that that won't kill you that won't hurt you to say it yes they have a long way to go but they were it, it, it is it is okay to look at this season as successful <sighs> It you know it's not gonna it's not one that they make the DVDs about, but I think it doesn't everyone get a highlight film. But you're right, not the DVD you remember or you yeah, buy. But I would I would I'd like to find those if they do, I'd collect them all. If they I, do them. Uh, they used to do them for every year I
0: remember. Yeah, right? if you like bought a subscription to Sports it's Illustrated or you got something. Got
1: the phone the football phone. Yeah, but it
0: no, now I don't know. Those are NFL films. I don't I know. Would
1: think I mean it's just almost like a make work project. I almost want. I would think they do for every year. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't
0: know. I'd that'd be a shame if they stopped doing that for every team. It's uh, it, 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 it recaps the story pretty well. They're about an hour long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used
1: to watch, you just you know as a kid you lay on the couch and you just watch all of them when you're sick or something. Just you know, ESPN two would show
0: like a bunch in a row. I got a uh, Steelers DVD for Christmas the history of the Steelers, the complete history of the I, Steelers that. which I little. think came out before the 2008
1: season oh yeah <laughs> not right there's some of them yeah that just like that or, or sometimes they re-release them and they have like they're, they're like the big DVD pack and then there's like the tiny thin DVD like in the thin case at the bottom
0: of it to uh, uh, update it all right well the fire the the uh, the fire is is fully doused that means it's time for <laughs> Con season oh, is it back. Is here. It is here. <laughs> con season is back. The uh the the groundhog saw his shadow and mm-hmm. uh con season has returned. Indeed. Let's talk free agents at C Adamansky Trib, Chris Adamansky, Steelers unrestricted free agents this spring. You mm-hmm. tell me who uh who's signing and who's He's leaving. Right quarterback Mason Rudolph
1: unless someone Cam Sutton's him which is entirely possible uh, uh I would I would hope to see Mason back uh, possibly in a real competition with Kenny but it's entirely possible somebody throws a bunch of money at Mason and if they do good for him would you give him I would just give him the same contract that we gave Mitch would if, if he would him- take it yeah you might have to give him more but, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. In fact, I would cut Mitch and eat the $2 and dead money or whatever it is. It might even be $6 million and then just give the rest to Mason. Yes, or, give yeah, give Mason that same deal. Inside linebacker, Kowan Alexander. He was
0: fine when he was out there. If he would do it, then, yeah, I'd just keep him around. Uh, if he comes back and says, I'm coming back because I want to play for Mike Tomlin, um, how uh, how much money do I get? That's what I'm putting my money on. That's a- uh, it's, he played well
1: when he was in there. I mean, he picked up the offense from the end of training camp, and he was fine when he was out there.
0: Special teams, all pro, Miles Killebrew. The same thing. Unless someone Cam
1: Sutton's him, you'd love to have him around. I mean, it's he had, you know, weirdly, he with the rest of the team possibly had his worst game of the season against the Cardinals but uh, someone that blocks a punt a year, at least, is the apex of a special teamsness. Plus, I'm sure he does other things that, frankly, I am not aware of.
0: Would you pay him more than Neil or Casey to, just to play special teams? Uh, I don't know if
1: they're both coming back. So, yes. It, uh, I, I mean, Neil's been hurt for a while
0: now. I'm just saying like would you yeah. play would you pay him more than starting safety money you know to then, uh to, to play special teams? Uh, I, I I I I maybe not but then again I
1: don't know it depends I think it also depends on what they're going to do at safety cuz you know they used to have like no options at safety now they might not have to draft one for backups just off of having Trenton Thompson off of having uh all these guys you know maybe they keep Rowe for another year as a backup that's Got you to, could even let right? those other guys go so I mean yeah I think they have more options than there than they did. Uh, uh, I was at, not even at this time a year ago, but like
0: in August. Yeah, can Roe play special teams? Right. I mean, keep him around whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the big Mo, Montrevious Adams? He was he played. I mean, if,
1: again, unless someone throws a bunch of money at him, you have him back at the same number. Absolutely. I mean,
0: does it make it any more? Uh, I don't. I don't. I feel like we're kind of thin. Uh, you know, be, be, if, 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 between Cam, who uh, you know, can he play a full season? Then you got yes. Larry O, and then you've got Lial, who is not getting dressed, and right. then you've got Loudermilk so. and
1: Benton, of course. Who will be the anchor of this defensive line for years to come? It, no, I mean it's you're going to hear me say this a lot probably on this podcast. The defensive line last year they drafted offensive line, defensive line, and cornerback at first three picks. That's going to happen for a while. That may be multiple years, maybe not in that order, but offensive line, defensive line, cornerback. Unless something crazy falls to them, that's that's where my mock drafting
0: is. Some version of
1: that for a long time to come.
0: Well, let's talk corners. You know. Uh Peter, Pat Peterson is still under contract, but what about Levi Wallace? You want to keep I'd him? I'd be surprised if he came back. Um, James Pierre? Ah, uh,
1: I mean, it's you could probably get him for still towards the veteran minimum. At uh, they certainly like his speed on special teams. At uh, if he's out there on in the secondary, you know something's gone awry. But um, I imagine they would like to keep him around if they could at a similar price. And your nickelback, Chandler Sullivan. Chandler Sullivan's a weird one because, like, he was, you know, you would hear often throughout the first half of the season how much he was out of place. And then every now and then in the second half of the season, you would see him make a play. But how much of that was other guys not being there? It uh, That might be one if you could see if you could upgrade. You can maybe find another nickelback somewhere. It uh uh maybe one that's a little more experienced, or maybe you can develop one. But uh, if you can't, then I could see them bringing Sullivan back at a similar price.
0: I mean, veteran minimum. I mean, yeah. but then you know, I just think like oh, they didn't give Terrell Edmonds uh that kind of contract. They're gonna give Shannon Sullivan right. That kind of I mean, but I mean, they need a nickelback the way they play. I mean, they they've
1: never replaced Mike Hilton, so they're still out there looking for another Mike Hilton. Maybe a younger guy could be a different Mike Hilton
0: um how let's let's talk special teams miles boykin i
1: bet they'd love to bring boykin back i mean as long as he do it for the same price i would imagine they'd want to have boykin out there
0: um number three linebacker marcus golden yeah
1: oh yeah uh, I think if he I mean, he was wasn't he one of those guys that like he signed because he couldn't find a deal anywhere else? Maybe someone gives him more of a deal. He certainly played all right. But he's the kind of guy that like if you can't find him, you know, if you can't get him, then you get, uh, uh you know, whatever the next version of Jadavian Clowney is like whatever other pass ru- mercenary pass rusher is out there. But Golden was a better mercenary pass rusher than they've had in the past.
0: Uh, you know, I'm thinking with you know with watts contract highsmith's contract you just drafted her big would you would you just say would you let him walk and then draft try to draft another pass rusher i,
1: I, I they have so many other needs through the draft and they probably uh, and and they and the pass rush is so important to this team i imagine they will find another marcus golden type if they don't have marcus golden
0: um let's do one more let's go back to the trenches defensive tackle armon watts I mean, he was a guy that when I would look
1: out there and I was like, which lo- number do I not know on the defensive line? Oh, that's Armand Watts at, uh, I could see the thing is like, I would think they'd bring Armand Watts back in, in the veteran minimum again, but it's also, I mean, you remember last spring when you and I were at a show and we both got a notification saying that they signed Isaac Samalu and we were all kind of blown away. Like, Whoa, where did that come from? Maybe they try something with that in the defensive line and that pushes away an Armand Watts or maybe even Mon Adams. So, so, but if that doesn't happen, or they're not able to draft one real high, I think Armand Watts has proven that he can be depth for them.
0: You know, with Cam, what do you? Th- I mean, what do you, what do you? What do you see with Cam? You know, do you have to draft his replacement? Do you have to sign? Uh- a veteran who, uh, you know, it can split, it's going to be a timeshare, right? I mean,
1: the thing about, yeah, the thing about Cam is I don't think we're going to know the answer to this one for a while. I mean, it's Cam is what, now the third highest paid stealer of all time in terms of total earnings? Didn't I read that I think second behind Ben now. Okay, so that's, so he could be one that if, hey, if you really want to stick around, why don't you do us a solid on this next deal? Because, uh, I mean, certainly they'd love to have Cam back, and if Cam, and maybe Cam has another year or two in him of still being good, if not, you know, great like you was but uh but yeah the defensive line is going to be a big big priority in this offseason and it's going to take more than just the draft or free agency that's going to take a combined effort
0: no uh noticeably absent from this list of unrestricted free agents most mostly offensive players does that mean we're not going to be active in free agency with offense well i think it's it's a sign
1: of that's where they've concentrated so much of their draft capital in the last few years I mean, no
0: offensive linemen at all. You know, well, I mean, uh... they're
1: going to find a new center. Uh So, I mean, it's it's they're going to. Uh, uh, I mean, they're going to. F- I mean, of of their of their guys, they're going to cut um Chooks.
0: Yeah, that's 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 pretty much. So yeah.
1: I mean, that's so I mean, that so maybe they sign a center, maybe they draft one, maybe they draft uh, a, a real an honest an actual right tackle. high. I mean that's certainly up there in the possibilities. Maybe they spend an exorbitant amount of money to buy one, but uh, they're going to upgrade both lines. But I don't think they're going to do it so much internally. All
0: right, well the speculation and regulation begins no, to in earnest. Oh let's get the band on the field it's con season and then found yeah. all right let's do a couple odds and ends mm-hmm. starting with everything <laughs> is not working at Insider at Ray Fit One, Ray Fittipaldo. I did not see Kenny Pickett in either of the rock two locker room availabilities today. A little unusual for a captain not to speak with reporters on locker cleanout day. Cam and TJ spoke. Uh, next opportunity isn't until OTAs or until uh, his next appearance at uh, the Hardy concert at, at Cochrane uh, yeah, Chevrolet. Stage, stage yeah. Eight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is it just like he has uh, you know he, Is he pulling a Tomlin? and he's just like i don't want to talk well is i mean he- it, <laughs> there is also something
1: be said for like someone else has started for the last month so like what you know wh- what do you have to say i i think this is this is kind of easiest for everybody where it's a tweet that gets a few people riled up versus if he'd said anything it would have been picked apart so careful analysis what does it mean what does he really feel that this was the safest bet for all
0: involved uh, anything I mean, you know we didn't talk about Kenny really at all Kenny and Mace I mean right. you know we talked about Mace uh, we would give him the contract so is it what do, what, what do you think just to prove mean, it right in camp I mean
1: right now without long before the draft long before seeing what else is out there I could see making it a competition competition but a lot of this is going to be determined in part by who this
0: who the new offensive coordinator is but isn't aren't they going to tell him in the interview process what the situation is, isn't Tomlin and Khan going to sit there and say, hey, you've got Kenny Pickett and you've got, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph and you've got Trace McSorley. But he's not going to know the full story about Mason when they sign him. I mean, they're going to
1: tell him you have Kenny. They're not going to be able to tell him you have Mason because Mason's got to see what the big deals are
0: going to be out there. I, isn't probably the interview process, isn't the question, say, what do you want to do with Kenny Pickett? Isn't yeah, that like, how do you want to use Kenny Pickett? Or how would you run
1: this offense? How would you use Najee Harris and Jalen Warren? Like that, all, all that kind of stuff. What are you
0: going to do with George Pickett? It, uh, yes, it's going to be quite a questionnaire. So that's why I that's why I'm not don't don't expect this Napoleon coordinator uh to come in. I I think it's gonna be I don't think that's gonna be the situation. I don't know, but hey, I'm not, you know, I don't I'm not an insider. I don't got sources. I just keep receipts. Um let's go to at Mike DeFabo. Mike defabo. Cam Hayward said he was dealing with many tears in his groin since training camp. They tried to rest it to calm it down. We got to the season, and I completely tore it off the bone. We kind of talked a little bit about Cam, and yeah. you know, it, it was obvious his play uh, took a step back. Do you do you think it was just injury, or is is it more than just injury? Uh, I, I,
1: I was I was willing to chalk less of it up to injury until I read this exact quote. I didn't know the groin was something you could tear completely off the bone. Uh, until this, so I mean, it's it's. This sounds like the kind of thing that would make it uh, quite literally impossible to get any push from your legs to I, shove yeah. against another human being.
0: I always thought boneless groin was just chicken nuggets.
1: Yeah, I I. So I mean, it's you know, Cam is a great one. Cam is going to the Hall of Fame most likely, regardless of if he ever wins a Super Bowl. So it's he's the kind of player that you know with the pay cut very well could but no, but could come back next year and have a very good, perhaps not great season just because there's just enough of it still in him, even with this veteran nature.
0: I'm just, I, you know, it's it's almost, it, it, oops, yeah, I'll give you that. It's almost just, it's almost like a, it's like a coach player. I almost feel it too. It's yes. almost like when uh, Yogi Berra was uh, playing mm-hmm. there at the end for the for the for the Brooklyn. I think. like oh, you know, or something. But
1: I mean, but also Cam, you know, is obviously going to go into podcasting as soon as his career ends. And as someone doing this, I can tell you, there's plenty of time to go into podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Give it a year. It's Mm going to be
0: you and Ryan Clark on NFL and RG (laughs) three. Guess you got plenty of time. What is it? Anything but
1: football or other than football? What's? I don't even remember what Cam's podcast is called. Yeah, Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I don't know either. um, Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to (laughs) (laughs) at Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. My entire list of people who have ever inspired me in any way. Outside of my family. Outside of my family. Adiza Bakari. I think that's a sports agent. Okay, I was going to ask you. Antonio yeah. Brown. Wow. The GOAT. Beyonce Knowles. The other GOAT. The Queen. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Batman himself. Inspired. Inspired Lev. Curtis Martin. Pittsburgh's own. Yeah, Curtis Jackson. 50 Cent. Right. Right. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Okay. I don't. Is it Dwayne? Jo- the, you know, uh, to me, I'm more inspired by The Rock than uh, uh, Dwayne well, Johnson. Well, I mean,
1: I, but I think you have to. He has to give Vince some money if you say The Rock, right? Isn't it? A, that's. I think that's why it goes by Dwayne Johnson. Yeah.
0: Jake Paul. That's my only sus on this whole list. <laughs> that one's pretty bad. Uh, Rays. Who's that? uh a, a a musician artist. Gotcha. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> hmm. Kobe Bryant and Mike Tomlin wow, pulling up the rear <laughs> but i just thought like you know if tomlin can hang on this list with batman and the rock yeah. uh ab you know this is the this is the uh, oceans 11 movie i oh, want to see <laughs> man, what
1: what a, what a heist this is just what a lineup
0: this is
1: wow all right I, I, i'm so glad you included this tweet and also the last part of it i legit don't think i missed anyone like these are all the people and only one of them's probably imaginary <laughs>
0: put, put this only one well yeah maybe kim kardashian <laughs> maybe the rock <laughs> but put mike put that on your uh on your gold jacket yeah. mike tomlin oh, you man. know <laughs> Lev bell's list left of inspiration Bell outside of his family when the players say it, believe it. Believe it. You're not going to hear LeBron uh, put. Uh, okay, had we run long? We had nothing to talk about today. and Everything run long. About. I tried to avoid all. Oh, the, you uh, did great. You did great. All the horrible. Uh, gosh, it was just so toxic this week. Mm-hmm. Let's do one last take at. Come on, number two at. J. Jones. Not. Nope. It went away. <laughs> I'll just read it. Sure. At J. Jones 9, the Steelers and those around George Pickens hope the young receiver has turned a corner in recent weeks after a trying season that saw him accumulate close to 200000 in fines. But Tomlin doesn't, you know, uh, uh, punish his players, blah, blah, blah. So,
1: I mean, think about it. We know the league fined him, what, thirty grand. So Tomlin and the team wrestler fined him well over $100,000 for that mess he made in Indianapolis. So, and, and who knows what else? So who yes. knows what else? Maybe he right.
0: didn't. Uh, maybe he, you know, left a mess behind in Latrobe at uh, training camp. Exactly, or something. and that,
1: and that's, and thankfully, none of this got out in the papers until the playoffs.
0: <laughs> where so, are the yes. insiders with mm. the uh, with the George uh, Pickens finds? Uh, you know, where are the insiders with anything? I got my list, insiders. I found. I re- I remember who's. Uh, Who's anti Tomlin, you know, you're trying to chase away my coach. They had me convinced for a a minute. I cried tears when, when I got the alert on my watch saying that uh, Tomlin was coming back because some of you, some of you people out there had me convinced that, you know, maybe he is just going to walk away because, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't deserve the treatment he gets. I'll tell you that. But then again, uh, $10 million will keep me in a crappy job. Hell, I would do it for a lot less.
1: Indeed.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I think that is what we've been talking about. Is that what we've been talking about, Coach? That's what we've been talking about. Thanks, thanks, Coach. If he if it was over, that might be time for me to be over. That's like like have <laughs> said that a couple times now. Even just being a fan, it's just like ah, oh, maybe I just stop watching football. It's enough reason. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Um. If. You want to keep the conversation going, follow me on TikTok. I'm at Kyle Kreiss. Greg, where are you I on I'm on media? Instagram
1: at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T.
0: Tune in to Game Show Network on February 22nd. I got my date. February 22nd Woo! to Blank Slate on Game Show Network. I for will be watching. One, is it the worst game show performance ever? I don't know because it, it's, it's not that. It's the one on March or on April first when I uh, when I'm back on the show. So. Well, I
1: was on The Price is Right back in uh, uh, 2020. That was the worst performance ever. I'm sure you were better than me.
0: You were a contestant. Yes. You I was the one trying to help them win. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I you know the, I had the I I was playing with the house money. I don't know whatever <laughs> whatever I'm trying to say. All right, this went entirely too long. Eh, whatever. Until next week, when we bring you the third annual Yinzi Awards, the best and worst of Steelers social media. Mostly the worst. Mostly the worst. Uh, until then, keep listening to your coach. Be the best sales. That's going to be required. Stay in school.